0: hi everyone here's a sneak peek of dishing drama with dana wilkie if you'd like to hear the full episode please subscribe to us on patreon come on bitch bitch, bitch, let's go
1: You're so spooky! You scared the dickens out of me. I've
0: got <laughs> <laughs> I love that you talk like you're from, uh, like a book of the 17th century.
1: <laughs> yeah, from your your birth year.
0: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yay>. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this episode, I wanted to, uh, you know, steal you away from all the celebrities you work with, so that we could do this episode together. Because, uh, as you know. Uh, sometimes I like to go off of, uh, you know, reality shows and stuff. And I like to talk about other topics and, uh, some really fun ones are, uh, these like famous families, like the Guinness family.
1: Oh, like Guinness beer. Yes. Very low in calories.
0: Is it? It's so yes. heavy.
1: I know it's very low in calories. One of the least caloric beers.
0: I did not know that. I know
1: it's it's very shocking.
0: It is because it's such a heavy beer. Wow. Well, uh, the Guinness family is a very, very powerful family. And there's quite a few branches of the Guinness family. So trying to get your hands around the family tree is like, forget it, you Mm -hmm. know, but uh, it's kind of a fun one because there's. A, a curse related to the Guinness family. So, you know, we like to take the conservative look at a subject matter, but we also want to look at the more sensationalized views as well. Yes. And yeah, and the Guinness family has both a curse and it's believed if you're into conspiracy theories to be part of the Irish Illuminati bloodline. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> yeah so um i'm gonna take you through first um the sort of conspiracy theory of the irish illuminati bloodline really fast and tell you about that because that's kind of fun and then we're going to move into the guinness uh family some history and where the uh curse comes from
1: okay release
0: the kraken So the Guinness family is very famous for, of course, as you mentioned, the Guinness Beer Company that was made famous and out of Ireland. And they were also members, some parts of the family in the UK Parliament and bankers. Uh, They established the Guinness Mahone Bank. I hope I'm saying that correctly because it sounds like it's Gaelic. Mm -hmm. Um, And they later sold off that bank, by the way. There's been some scandals, like from a a high level, that lead people into believing that they might be uh, a part of the Illuminati bloodline. Do you know what an Illuminati bloodline is? No,
1: I have no idea.
0: Okay. (laughs) Let me tell you about that first. Okay. There was a gentleman named Fritz Springmeier. Um, He was actually born Victor E. Shoof, okay, in 1955. He's an American author and he's well known for his books about conspiracy theory.
1: Oh, so you're in love with him. (laughs)
0: Shut up. (laughs) And anyway, he's written a number of books and all of his books are about uh, this kind of bloodline thing. And basically, he tells about a global elite that belongs to satanic bloodlines that are conspiring to dominate the world. Okay. And his goal in writing these conspiracy theory books is exposing what he calls the New World Order agenda, which if you listen to our Kanye West episode, you know how I feel about that. Is actually related to something completely different, which is real, called the Trilateral Commission. But uh, for the you got to go back and listen to Kanye West one right episode. Yeah. So he's written three books in his time. One was Bloodlines of the Illuminati, um, and that one he released in 1998. Another one was Deeper Insights into the Illuminati Formula. And that was 2010. And then the Illuminati formula used to create an undetectable total mind control slave. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, that's a title. Yeah. Wow. That's a good sci-fi book. 1996. Yeah. And what's funny is in between these books, he was indicted in a United States district court in Portland, Oregon in connection with armed robbery.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah, so just in between (laughs) these (laughs) conspiracy books, he held some people up. (laughs) Wow.
1: Wow, What a guy. What a guy.
0: Uh, On February 12, 2003, he was found guilty of one count of armed bank robbery. Wow. So not only is he uh, writing about the corruption in the bank industry, he's actually holding up the people in the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Um. Anyway, in November of 2003, he was sentenced to 51 months in prison on the armed robbery charge and 60 months on aiding and abetting charge. Okay. He okay. had to pay 6488 in restitution. So that means it wasn't that big a robbery. But he de- brought a gun to it. So I don't know. For yeah. six grand. Wow. I guess the books it's... didn't do so well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. He might have written one of these books actually from prison because he was released in 2011 and one of his books was released in 2010. So he didn't waste any of that time, which is good. Um. Anyway, back to the bloodline of the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons that people see them as part of this Illuminati is they're The brewing business of the Guinness family was allegedly involved at certain points in time in rigging the stock market known as the Guinness share trading fraud. That's what they called it. Um, And only executives were arrested, not the family owners. I mean, you know, I don't know how, how involved the Guinness family was in the day to day operations of this particular you know, the trading or whatever. I don't know what they're what they were trading on either. But funny enough, the Rothschilds were also involved with that Guinness share trading fraud scandal. So maybe that's where they that those two families kind of became friendly. Cause they are. Anyway, the way this uh conspiracy theory reads, there's different Guinnesses and they have different, you know, powers. And one is a banker and another one is owns the title of You know, Jerusalem and another one is a child murder and a blood drinking psychopath. Anyway, this is the conspiracy part. Okay, so now let's move on to the curse,
1: to the curse. (laughs) (laughs) And now, just so everyone knows out there, there is definitely a connection between the Guinness Book of World Records and Guinness Beer. Do tell, do tell. The idea of Guinness World Records was brought to life by the uh, managing director of the beer company in the early 1950s. Just a fun fact for you out there.
0: Well, the story behind the Guinness Book of World Mm -hmm.
1: Records
0: is that on 10th of November, 1951, Sir Hugh Beaver, then the managing director of the Guinness breweries, went on a shooting party in North Slob by the River Slaney, in the county Wexford, Ireland. After missing a shot at a golden plover, he became involved in an argument over which was the fastest game bird in Europe. Uh, this happens to me all the time. Yeah. I always wonder this about- sounds,
1: This sounds like some straight people's shit.
0: <laughs> the golden plover or the red grouse, which was faster. That evening at Castle Bridge House, he realized that it was impossible to confirm in reference books whether or not the Golden Plover was Europe's fastest game bird. Beaver knew that there must have been numerous other questions debated nightly among the public. It's so true. Gosh, I can't tell you how many arguments I have like this with John, my son, every day. Where I'm like, that's not true. He's like, yes, it is. <laughs> get into these whole things. It's like a research thing. But there was no book in the world with which to settle arguments about records. So we realized that there there was a book that that needed to be made. If you are liking what you're hearing, please review, rate, and subscribe.